Hey guys, just Josh here. Welcome to Ballarat Talks. Proudly sponsored by the Region Cinema. Jeez, you, yeah, you, yeah. you put the balls on the line there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> just, just, just. No, I moved, I moved out of home when I was 14, so it sort of comes really yeah. my face. Oh, the fire, the fire. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys, with Frank. I'm going to butcher this. Trantaflu, <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right, uh, today's guest, I, I came across him, I think it was l- last year, year before. I can't remember. I, um, I ventured into his practice down at uh, Dana Street there. He's a husband, a father of one, and the owner of, you know, it's tri-chiropractic. But Frankie, I'm going to need you to say, it, it's Frank, I can't say your last name, go. You're gonna have to have a go. Trip, 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 trantaflu. <laughs> <You're a cunt. laughs> okay, where did that start? Where, where did like where's that all from? What's your national? Ah, it- uh, it's Greek. It's Greek. Yeah. I actually think it's uh, quite common in is, Greece. Is this? Yeah. Apparently, it throws me for six. Like every time I try to say your last name to someone, he's like, uh, Frank, try. I mm. literally just say that. I'm still trying to learn how to spell it. You or me? No. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get, let's get started. I'm actually a little bit tight through neck, so maybe we should do a bit of a live crack, Frankie. <laughs> Just give me a bit of a any tips to crack it yourself, or what? Yeah, I wouldn't probably do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's start. From, where'd, where'd you grow up, Frankie? Uh, Gippsland. Gippsland. So town called Woodside, Ninety yeah. Mile Beach. No, you know Lake Entrance. Yep. So that's one end of Ninety Mile Beach. Mm-hmm. I grew up at the other. Gotcha. Yeah. And. Obviously, your family moved from overseas, or no? My parents were born here. Born here. Mm. Okay, yep. right. So, had a farm down in Gippsland and grew up there. Yep. Went to Sale for high school. How far is that from there? Fifty k's. Oh yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Um, so went to St Pat's there, or Catholic College. Is that like? Are they all linked or what? Yeah, they are. They're like Marsland schools or something. What's what? I don't know. Don't know. Who made them? I suppose. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about siblings? Yep, got an older sister. She's an assistant principal in Richmond. So she oh, wow. started a brand new high school, actually. A brand new one? Yeah. So she was like the first assistant the first. principal there. Okay. Yeah. And still there today. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm. All right, so what brought you to Ballarat? Uh, well, went to Melbourne for uni mm-hmm. and couldn't wait to leave, but didn't want to go back to Gippsland and got a job offer here in Ballarat. Oh, so you got a job. So I ventured up. As in, that was like, so you finished your uni. Yep. So, we'll take it back a little bit. So, yep. you did all your um, high Study. school at Sale, mm-hmm. and you always wanted to be a chiropractor, or how's that um, work? Yeah, I think so. So, I wasn't sure, you know. I wanted to do something in the health field, mm-hmm. and I broke my leg when I was a kid, and it's about an inch shorter than the other one. So, really? inherently, yeah. yeah. So, inherently, that throws everything out of whack. Yeah. Um, and, like, had back pain and that kind of thing. And saw a chiro, saw a physio like everyone right yep and the Cairo was like loving life um, the physio that I saw was oh, miserable and hating you... his job so I was like oh this sounds really cool well, why don't I do that you literally just looked at him and thought this guy seems happy yeah wow yeah. and my mum was working there at the time or then ended up working there yep. and she was a migraine sufferer and got really good results with him okay and yeah so I just got into it like that wow went to uni wasn't sure still what I wanted to do while I was at uni mm-hmm um, thought I might want to continue to study and perhaps go into like orthopedic surgery. Mm. Spent a day with a spinal surgeon. Hated it. Hated it. Why? The hospital setting. Uh, like too stale, dry yeah. or what? Yeah. yeah, like under the lights. He was he's one of the best surgeons I think in the world. Spinal yep. surgery and you know he, all he did was work. Great guy, um, but 
just wasn't for me. It's full on. Yep. Yeah, it was too full on. So, wow. Yeah. Um, what type of what, what accreditations is there? So you finished sale, mm-hmm. you move straight to Melbourne, or you get mm-hmm. was it um, what was the end of score? You remember the end of score? Ooh, I don't remember to be yeah. honest. I was talking about this today, the other day with someone. I think I was like in the 50s. Yeah. Not great. I think I was 80s. Okay, that's pretty good. 80s, yeah, something like that. Okay. What did you need to get in? Do you remember? 80 got me in. I suppose. Oh, well, There's something, yeah, <laughs> something around there. Uh, yeah, so then that's a, how long is the course for that? So five years. Five year course, yeah. So I did three year undergrad. Yep. And then a two year master's. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then moved to Ballarat mm. after that too. Yeah. Right. Do you remember your first patient? Uh, yes, I do. Go on. Is there a story with this? Or what's well, it's really quite bizarre, to be honest. So we had patients in the clinic at school. Mm-hmm. So they had a clinic there for the public to come into. Yep. And then you'd be like um, monitored and there was clinicians there that helped you. But my first patient in real life clinic was, she had a spider bite. What? Yeah. She, she had came- neck and arm pain. And then she came in. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. And then two days later... Like a bite came out and there was a spider bite causing her pain. Bullshit. So I never forget that one. What type, what type of spider? I've got a bit... I don't know. I feel like... I, mean, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. I reckon I've got bitten by a spider. See those little... You're just trying to show me your arms falling up? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just, it's it's like, <laughs> there's like five like... That's why I got bitten by a spider. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> do you ever not treat somebody for... But some that they come in, so for instance, like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a reason? Is there any other reasons you wouldn't treat somebody? So they come yeah, in. Definitely. Go and run, reel me off some things. Oh like, well, if they've you know got a jugular spurting out blood, you wouldn't treat them. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. know, if they've got contraindications, you know, to treatment, you think someone may have something that isn't musculoskeletal. Okay. You know, they have a. You suspect they have a tumor, or they have something. How do you suspect that though? What do you Just from the history. Right. Yeah. So you'll yep. send them off, get some imaging. Yep. Send them back to the GP. Send them where they need to go. Right. And if it, is so it quite s- often we'll, well, not quite often, but regularly it would happen that people are just in the wrong place. Yeah. And that's okay. And so we just find them, help find the right people. Is there a time when you like, because obviously they just want re- relief, so you wouldn't try, or you're just like, um, I'm, 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 they, they need to be referred out. Depending on what it is. Yeah. Okay. If it's not safe to proceed. But you, you wouldn't how, try, no. But would you know it? But you wouldn't know if it was a tumor or something like that, yeah. Nah, but you. It's kind of like a. You get all the information, and then you make a clinical decision from there. Right. Whether you're going to proceed to do anything or not, or yep. what you need to do from there. And quite often, people will come in, and we'll just refer for imaging straight away. We won't be doing any treatment until we see what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, because it's better to see than to guess. Of course. Particularly yeah. with people's health. Wouldn't that. Would, would you get that with every patient though because you look at it and just think well yeah that's really tricky because at some point you have to do something right yeah um, and you can only be so careful yeah exactly yeah. right um, so run me through how you diagnose somebody then so say I walk in mm-hmm. depending on what you're coming for to okay. be honest let's, let's give me a um, <laughs> I've got lower back pain mm-hmm. we walk into the practice mm-hmm. um, and run me through so we sit down. We have a chat. We yep. see what's going on, what caused it, when it started. And then we talk about what we do in the office. Yeah. Because that's really important because we're not pain doctors. You can go to Dan Murphy's and get pain relief much quicker than I'll ever give you, you know, <laughs> yeah. vodka and yeah. marijuana or Panadol yeah. is going to give you pain relief instantly. Yep. Chiropractic's not about that. Chiropractic's about longevity, wellness, maintenance, yep. health of your spine and nervous system. 
because you only get one. Yep. So that's what we look at. And we explain that to people when they come in. Some people only want temporary patch-up care, and that's fine. That's what we offer. What's temporary patch-up care, though? Are we, like... I tweaked my back yesterday. Yep. Can you help it? Right. Of course. Um, but you're looking... There's at... usually an underlying thing, though. Okay. People don't just... Unless you're in a car accident or things build up. Yeah. So it's essentially like the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yep. So there's stress on your body. Over time, your body just deals with it until it no longer can. Yep. Um, outside of an acute injury. I don't really see acute injuries because... For the most part, people can't get in that quickly to see me. And what am I going to do? You know, go to the hospital, get some muscle relaxants, get some pain relief. What do you mean by and acute then injuries? Like what? Like what are you? You're deadlifting and yeah. you blew your disc in. Gotcha. Yeah. You need to rest. Yeah. You know, you're in the wrong place at that time. Well, do you think that that majority of the time it just comes down to rest? Like, like as in like just mm. giving something time? No, I think there's a lot of factors that build up to it. And then unless you un- address the underlying condition and cause of that, it's going to happen again okay. at some point. Generally, not yep. everyone, but yeah. So that's what we're there for, to try and get to the bottom root cause of what's going on, help people with their motion. Normal motion allows normal healing in the body, mm-hmm. better nerve function, better proprioception, all that kind of thing. Yep, so you go, so you bring them in. Mm-hmm. And when you Are you doing testing of the whole body while you're at this for a start or not? So like we, it's do, very patient specific, depending okay. on what they're there for. So you won't do like a like they say, you know, my back sore or whatever, mm-hmm. but you won't do like a full body analysis to see if yeah. it's coming from somewhere else. Yeah, or you do definitely. Yeah, okay, because cool. it's all connected, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I said about the temporary care, some people just come in and just want that looked at. Right. Um, they want to get cracked or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then we can do that, but it's not what we do. Yeah. And we explain that to them. Yep. Hmm. And you do. So we look at everything. Yeah. We're looking at posture. We're looking at range of motion. We're looking at nerve function yep hmm. yeah I remember I think we must have done the testing where is that you're pushing side and left mm. and right and that to see which side's weaker and mm. whatnot yeah yeah do you think that um, like I, I always look at that and think I wonder if Frank was pushing left but less on that side I, what, can he tell that <laughs> is he thinking <laughs> well yeah of course there's that aspect of it but when you do it you know you sort of know. 100 times a day mm. you can gauge it and isn't you know, if it's strong, it's going to be an instant response. It's yep. not. I'm not testing your strength like you would in the gym. Yep. It's just to see if that message is actually getting from your brain into your body. Mm-hmm. And if it's interrupted, there's going to be that weakness there. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter how hard I push necessarily, but we'll find it. I remember um, a Cairo in Ararat, I reckon, years and years ago. He said to me, um, I went in for back stuff and baffled me. He goes, like, I could have been... 17, 18. And he said, yep, we can fix this, but it's going to be, you know, what it shows, the research shows or the textbook shows that it's going to be 36 sessions. And I was like, how the fuck can you know that something's going to take 36 sessions? Is that like, do you go down that road or how's that? It's really tricky because, you know, we might work on it one time and you're better. It's yeah. very patient specific. Yep. Um, yes, the research probably showed something like that, you know, depending on what he found. Yep. Um, but until we start working with the person in front of us, you don't know, do you? Because that just so it's just a so guess, essentially, oh, right? It seems so silly to me. I just, mm. I just thought you'd rather just take it time by time rather than telling somebody that yeah. because straight away, to me, it seemed like a sales pitch. Yeah, that's right. So it's really a, a uh, an estimate, you know. Yeah. People will respond quick. People will respond slow. Until you start working on them, you don't know. 
generally would you see anybody like would do you have people clients that are booked in sort of every week or not mm-hmm. yeah and that's just consistent mm-hmm. yeah yeah um how many people are scared of getting cracked a lot yeah. most people that come in would be yeah yeah and why do you think that is is that uh, they correlate to like breaking necks and shit or what? I, I don't know I can't <laughs> say you know maybe they've had a bad experience maybe they've seen something on the internet maybe they're there's some pretty crazy ones where yeah what's the is. one um, there was one that was going on I think they called it a ring dinger do you remember that one no and so they jam your hips in using poles like a long right, right into your hip either side and then they literally just pull your head I don't do that, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but see, I'm well, sure I, 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 I know you. I know you don't do it. It scared the fuck out of me when I saw it. I thought, you, I thought, geez, there's I, a lot of weird stuff on the internet, right? Yeah, some scary stuff. Yeah. It was, yep. yeah so until on. we start looking after someone, then they're like, oh, this is okay, you know, mm. I feel better. It's not scary, but the first, if you like it, I've been adjusted since I was a child. Yep. And you still have that uh, anticipation or the trepidation when someone's going to do it, because it's your body, right? You got to give full trust to them. Can resisting hurt? Like, That's sorry. the only time you'll be hurt by it if you fight if you against resist. what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're nice and relaxed, and you know you get some motion through that joint, it's normal. Yeah. But when you fight against it, that's when you'll get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. How how did work experience go for you then? So you said you go mm. going back a little bit. Um. Did you find that like initially when you're working on people that you were a little bit. Uh, not jittery, but what's very the word? jittery? Yes. Well, you were yeah. like, you just, well, you're working on you your friends, right? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so you you'll come out of uni all messed up. Yeah, you didn't want to like go to town on no. it, essentially. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that just takes practice and yeah, years of doing it. You know, you haven't had any any uh, mishaps ever. Uh, Not that you probably want to I say. A, no, I had yeah. a patient who had cancer. Oh wow! Mm. And he had fallen and fractured his rib, yep. and didn't tell me. Oh my god! Yeah. What, so so I, you just I worked on him and he hadn't told me that, that was the case and I pushed where he'd broken it. Yeah. And inevitably it, there was a little crack in there. It's a bit of pain, but it's yeah. scraping or what? Yeah. And he said, Sorry, I didn't tell you. I just broke that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry I didn't tell you. Yeah. Um That's so very tricky, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Very. What's um I, I wanted to play a game actually. Okay. Um so we, I've been playing this a little bit recently. Uh with people and it's the first thing that comes to head so these are all sort of things that are I don't know if you call it would you call um, chiropractic like alternate med- medicine would mm-hmm. you is that yep. what they sort of call it mm-hmm. yeah so th- I think these are all in the sort of same field yep. and I don't know is it well, you can tell right now is between because they're all sort of do they all do their different thing but is it like um, in the gym industry when you've got like you've got CrossFit and you've got powerlifting and you've got bodybuilding and there'll be some that think that's stupid and that some that think that's stupid or whatnot. Is it same sort of thing with you guys where it's like um, chiropractors like, oh, I don't think physio's any good or they think osteos aren't any good or whatnot? Is that yeah, so that's a really interesting question. I think a lot of people actually think that more patients, you know, they come to see me and they're like, they're embarrassed. You know, they're like, I saw a physio the other day. I'm like, good, that's, you need to, you yeah. know, we don't do everything. We do chiropractic, physios yeah. do physio. Osteos do osteo. Chinese medicine does Chinese medicine. They're all very different. Yep. Um, what works for the person in front of you? Who knows? That's, you know, clinical judgment to try and find out what the best place for that person to be in is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Right. And so go. people are really kind of weird about seeing different practitioners, but it's the most beautiful thing you could do. Because they all work stuff. together, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you well, you think, yeah. So in an ideal world, that would be the case. But people get very... Um, Pigeonholed or they don't like well, to... Well, they're like, oh, you're my patient. All right. You know, gotcha. yeah. don't see anyone else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the best thing for the person there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, you ready? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so first thing to come to mind, physiotherapy. Great for injuries and rehab and all that kind of thing. You can't. I've used a physio for injuries I've had. Yep. Um, I refer to physios all the time. They just do something different to chiropractic. Do a shout out to any physios out there? You got anyone in town that you like? Um, they're all really good, to be honest. Oh, he's and just playing and they're it all, safe. You know, they all do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Osteo. I, I don't know a great deal about osteopathy. Um, in our course, we study with osteopaths, Chinese medicine, and us. Kind yep. of do a lot of the undergraduate classes together you know i think it's kind of a blend between physio and chiro that's what i've heard i've actually never been to one but i've heard that it's yeah. a um yeah a bit of a blend hmm. reiki um again has its place i'm sure i, I don't know a great deal about very it. nice here <laughs> just give, give me what you really no, i know a few reiki masters that work um beautiful people yeah and they have their clients that when heavy hands-on treatment isn't the way to go because someone's just so wound up or has enormous amount of stress yep it helps i try and have an open mind with that one but i really struggle yeah so i don't know a great deal about it yeah acupuncture um acupuncture or dry needling uh so acupuncture is what chinese five thousand years five thousand years they've been doing that so i think that's got something to it yeah okay wow (laughs) so you like dry needling or, or acupuncture well they both have their place right what's what's the difference One's dry needling's um, for tight muscles, trigger points. Yep. More physiotherapy based. Acupuncture's more energy flow in your body. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Where that fits, again. Naturopath? Yeah, again. Natural <laughs> These are all the same. I'm trying to get a headline out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I refer to naturopaths all the time. Yeah. Again, they do nutrition. I do chiropractic. Yep. yep. Okay. Pretty fair. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so in that community you wouldn't say that there was things that like I said you don't have to throw anyone on the bus here but you wouldn't say that there's um, we're going to skip it because I, I already know the answer to this <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, business wise so when you mm-hmm. you you um, before you were, uh, started your own place mm-hmm. how long were you at so I was there for maybe seven years eight years yep yeah and what was the biggest learning curve you think you learned out of that experience um, from working out? Well, working out of a practice. How's it work? Well, it was my first joint. It was my first job, right? So yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned how to look after patients. I learned to deal with patients. I learned to deal with you know, that kind of stuff. Now, is it like rent a chair or how's it work? I was a subby. Subcontractor. Yeah. Yep. So you're, you're, you're paying for your space here though. Um, like PTs yeah. would for a gym. Yeah. Yeah. So you pay that. And what's a, what's like a normal rate for, is it like 250 a 50%. week? 50%. 50%. Yep. Gotcha. Fuck, that's pretty heavy. Mm. 50 um, or 60% they'll take. Yeah, they'll take. Yeah. So you go 40 or 50. Wow. Yeah. Not negotiable or? <laughs> Depends where you work, I suppose. <laughs> Depends where you work. Um, okay, so give me scenarios. You walk, well, give me exactly how it happened actually. Okay. So you walk into the, I can't, I don't care if you say these, like what, you have to say what business it is, but if you want to. Mm-hmm. So you walk in there mm-hmm. and 
your... So I was working at... Yeah, Posture Works, yep. Your Posture Works, that's yep. it. Um, and how long was it before you really got on your feet client-base-wise? Because if it's 50-50, there's no real... Well, I suppose... I was going to say, there's no real worry because you're not essentially out, out like, not renting as such. Um, so I suppose it's less pressure. But in saying that, you still have to make money. Yeah, that's right. So how did you, like, build the client base for a start? Are they just feeding you clients? Yeah, so where I worked initially was really great to me. They looked after me. They fed me heaps of clients. Yep. Um, there was me and two other chiropractors there at the time. And one year or two years in, the other chiropractor left. So I took over her patients i joined a networking group called bni uh, i think you're talking yeah in bar yeah. yeah and um because i wasn't from ballarat i didn't know anyone mm-hmm. so that was probably one of the major things that really helped me find my feet in ballarat networking and, yeah yeah and get to meet people and then it's all word of mouth yeah so now at my new place the only advertising marketing we do is your video you made for us and it's still got my still got website your name, all your details on the can't get that off um, and we just run that every now and then you know? yep. and I don't know if it brings in heat but it's all just internal referrals yeah so you come and see me you're happy you send your friends and family yep. yeah um, at what point did you say to yourself I'm going to go out my own like was it you were sick of paying the 50-50 um, did you think yeah what, what you just told me what was going through your head yeah so eight years in I it is a long time. It is a long time. And I I didn't know what I was going to do at that point. So I left with the intention of not knowing. Okay. My wife's from overseas. Yep. So we went there for a while. Um, and the possibility to move there was always on the cards. We had a look around and then COVID mm. kind of happened. So we'd come back and I was working with one of my good friends in Shepparton. Yep. He had three offices. And then the restrictions started so we couldn't travel as much and it was quite difficult. At that point, I was like, well, i got to work, so let's just, if we're going to stay in Ballarat, let's do something. Yep. Yeah, because at the time, my wife's from Spain. Is Spain so was one of the, like, places where COVID yeah, was going crazy, hard, right? It? Yeah. So we're like, oh, probably not going to go in the near future. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we just started and away we went. So did you, but when I'm saying you left, was it, you you left um, just to go to Italy for a start or you left because you just wasn't working I left right. because I was leaving. Okay. Yeah. Right. I didn't know what I was going to do at that time. Yeah. Yeah. In the interim, I was going to work for my friend in Shepparton. Yeah. Um, you know, possibly move up there, possibly, you know, Shep. move overseas. We just weren't sure. So we're just going to take a break. Yeah. Eight years, like you said, in long any time. other job, that's long service leave, right? Yeah. So that's what we took. Yep. And took eight months, worked in Shepparton, and then, yeah, all that restrictions happened, so we came back. Yep. Yeah. And then... Uh, try chiropractic. Yep. Um, obviously evolved. Yep. So how did you find your space? Because I remember you saying actually, you can cut this out. We'll just see though. <laughs> I remember you. I have to be careful what I say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you? So you got because of the size of the space, you don't have to get permits and whatnot. So you could just basically go into it. Solo practitioner. Um, commercial property i didn't need any permits or anything yeah so you could yeah. just which was fascinating to me I was, yeah me incredible. too so i was I, I was emailing this guy from the council and he was great it was really helpful and he was like well based on all these factors you're fine to open up there as yeah. a solo practitioner yep. how'd yeah how'd you find the spot luck luck so it just it just popped up obviously i'd, I'd drive past there you know every day for eight years and you'd look in and you go that would be a nice place for an office yeah and then it just came 
for lease one day wow. when I was looking. Yeah. How lucky is that, right? Yeah. And um, at first I was hesitant. I was like, oh, maybe maybe I need something else. Why? And you know, that, I don't know. Just that fear, you know. As, and in, then, as in I need something else bigger or I need... You're just fearful of okay. making a decision. Yeah, okay. And just then intuition tells you one thing and then you have like the uh, devil on your shoulder telling you, oh, you can't do it, don't do it. Yeah. You know, you yep. sure you want to do that? Yeah. And then my wife was just like, like, are you an idiot? Just, you Give want that place. It's yeah. beautiful. It's ready. So go for it. Wow. Mm. And then, so what was the build out? Like how, how long did it take you to... It was done. It was already done. It was a lawyer's. It was perfect. So literally nothing changed. I put a couple of doors in. Yeah. Um, painted a little bit and I was ready to go. Wow. Yeah. How lucky is that? Jeez. See, how stupid could yeah. you be, right? Oh. You got the perfect space and you're doubting yourself. You're like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. No, Renault. This is straight mm. in. Yep. Maui. Run me through a normal day for you then. So, so I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yep. And then Thursday afternoon. Cool. No weekends. No Tuesday. Um, and what's your hours like during those times? 8 till 11 or 12, 3 till 6. Oh, split shift? Yeah. Oh. For morning, before and after work. Yeah, of course. Now, it was kind of interesting during that COVID period because people weren't going to the office. Yeah. So did we need to do that? I don't know. Has, I think things have changed. Did you, what were you doing during COVID? Like you weren't, like you, like time-wise, it was just changed or not? No, I kept it like as that. Um, because... Around the world, that's kind of the standard in chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Now, anything works. Yeah. As long as you're there, patients will come. Right? Yep. But that's the most convenient for people that are coming regularly. Because you have to make it easy and accessible to people. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, why are they going to use your service? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the busy times. So and you before ha- and after work. And you book them in. So you're telling me it, it flows really well. So you've got, so that you've got a bit of leeway each way. Can you explain this cancellation thing you were saying to me? Do you want to explain that? I think it's good. No, you don't want to explain yeah. that? Yeah, so we use um, appointment times more of a guide. Yeah. It's not necessarily, you know, you've got this time and that's your time. Yeah. Um, it's a guide. If you're running 10 minutes late, that's okay. You know, there might be someone else there or... Yeah, like, which I really like that because... It's, it's a beautiful a, way to do it. it because is. then, say, if you're stuck at work, there's no stress to get to the office. You'll get there when you get there. We'll still be there. Mm-hmm. We'll make that work. Um. For most part, a regular office visit is actually quite short. Mm. New patients, reviews, like second appointments when we go through all the information, takes a little bit longer. Yep. So they're a bit harder to juggle. Yeah. But just a regular office visit's quite simple. Come in, get yeah, done. come in. And you sort of get the two rooms that you sort of rotate yeah, between, which so we just flows. work between it. Um, and, you know, you try not to keep people waiting for more than 10 or 15 minutes. Unfortunately, it does happen sometimes. Yep. There's nothing worse than keeping people waiting. No, it's not too bad. I hate it. You hate um, it? Yeah, it's the most stressful <laughs> thing about work. You, <laughs> you probably see me at your window. Yeah. Sitting there. Yep. You open the door and there's five people sitting there. You're like, oh, gosh, I'm behind. Yeah. And everyone's super polite um, because they're there for long-term maintenance care. And they're like, oh, you're busy today. They never say, oh, you kept me waiting. They're like, oh. no, <laughs> so no, they politely say, oh, you're quite busy today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what time do you say you finish at night? Uh, six, 6.30. 6, yeah. Yeah. How are you going juggling um, being a dad with all this, with work? Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah? Yeah. What's the biggest challenge so far? Um, Just the times. Yeah. Yeah. So it works quite nicely. You know, I can go home at lunchtime and help out, organize dinner, organize food, and then come back to the office. Yeah. Um, 
my wife's a superstar. She yeah. looks after everything, essentially. You it's know, the best having a very mm. supportive wife, isn't yeah. it? Love you, Tay, as always. <laughs> it's very full on. Um, do you mm. have to continue to upskill? Like, do you have to... Is it like a requirement? Yeah, there's uh, continuing pro- professional development hours that you have to do. Um, but like I think... A, every year? Yeah, every yeah. year. But I think you should be doing that as a practitioner. Yeah. Regardless. And is that through like a certain... There's accredited ones. Yeah. So you have to meet certain criteria. And it's like get... I think in the fitness industry, it used to be CC points. Yeah. Yeah, we call it CPD. CP, right. Yeah. Gotcha. I think it's like 24 hours a year or something. Okay. And you have to go to Melbourne for that type of thing or is it all you online? Can, well, or? it's all kind of online at the moment with the restrictions and stuff. Um, but you can do it anywhere. And what are you upskilling? Like what, what, are, they, what are they going through? Um, whether it's science, whether it's philosophy, whether it's physical hands-on training mm-hmm. just anything within health and chiropractic gotcha yep. hmm. um ballarat wise so mm-hmm. you said you haven't been here your whole life yep. Is your, what type of places do you love around here give me some spots that you even if it's breakfast or if it's going out nightlife i don't, I don't think you party much right no nah, i don't really drink too much um, anymore what do, you, um, what do you love around town i my wife and i quite enjoy food mm. so this is an amazing choice in Ballarat. Go on, hit me. I've got to give you some names. Breakfast? Mm, well, me. straight across from my office is a beautiful new uh, cafe. Clothes yeah, so they yeah. opened when I kind of opened. Yep, been uh, there a couple of times. Yeah, so that's nice. nice. Um, Johnny Lou's beautiful. Yep. Reese, there's two cafes. Yep. I haven't been out to... Have you been to Hardaway yet? No, not yet. No, me neither. Yeah, so there's a lot of amazing options. Yep. Uh, my wife is Spanish. Yeah, What's the, what, is there a Spanish joint around yeah, here? Yeah, Amiga's. Ah, yeah. so I, everyone talks about. I've never, and I walked past there the other day, and it was packed. Yeah, it's like, a beautiful restaurant. It used to be really? in Bridge Mall, a tiny little uh, shop that we used to go to. Right, it was fantastic. And then he got the bigger space, and seems like he's going awesome. He own, does he own two things in town? Is he? He has the one over the road as well. Yeah, Pancho. Um, Pancho. Yeah. That's it. Crazy. Yeah. And they both. So every time packed. we're there, he walks past and asks my wife, "You, oh, you like uh, Latin American food better than the Spanish food?" <laughs> She's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What about to drink? I mean, well, you don't really drink, but any like places you've been to, the bars or pubs that you're sort of like around town? Um, bars or pubs? There's a lot of good pubs in Ballarat, isn't there? I don't know many. Well, I used to go to the Mallow a lot when I first moved to Ballarat. So I've, I've been, been there in years. I've been there. I couldn't. Um, but yeah, not a massive pub guy. No, either, me to be honest. No. Um, now That's I. A bit boring, sir. Hey, no, it's okay. <laughs> <Very> boring. <laughs> <Yeah. answer. laughs> I didn't send you these questions last mm-hmm. night, but we're going to have spot, a... Yeah, yeah we're going to put you on the spot here. Yeah, go for it. Um, what's something some... what's What would be something people would be surprised to know about you? Um, personally or professionally? Oh, hit me with both. Personally, I really enjoy gardening. Ah, yeah. there you go. I don't get a great amount of time to do it, yeah, we but talk I do enjoy it. Veggies and shit or what? Yeah, everything. Everything? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. At home? Like you've got it set up at home now yeah. or not yeah yeah okay. so we're out in Lala so yeah. we got a little bit of land there and I like to play in that didn't know that that's my are you are you harvesting your stuff all the time yeah well it's a bit tricky at the moment you know with a baby it takes up all your time so mm. haven't had a great amount of time to do that but yeah but you're like I enjoy doing that I used to have some people that used to bring a heap of like tomatoes and zucchinis used to grow yeah, out of they control they go crazy yeah. yeah they were massive zucchinis always come in yep okay cool like that professionally um I went to India on a mission trip through one of the United States colleges oh. with like 50 other chiropractors. We went to um, 
the St. Narankari mission, where over two million people gather for four days. They all sleep there. There was a chiropractic tent, and we were in there adjusting people. For four days? Four so. days, yeah. And they looked after us, they fed us, they wow. took us around, um, and amazing things happened there. So it was really cool. How long did you stay in India for then? So for a couple of weeks. Just And what, you did four days like that, and then the rest was just sort of traveling around? Yeah, just hanging out. That's cool. Amazing place. What did you love most over there, culture-wise? Um, have you read the book Shantaram? No, I'm not a book reader, but yeah. No. It's a really good book. Okay. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's an Aussie guy who is on the run from jail, and he goes there, and he lives in the slums. Right. And he was in Mumbai. So essentially, I just kind of followed his story and went and looked at all the places where he was living, the cafes he was going to. <laughs> and they're really famous in India now. Yeah. And they market it like that. You know? yeah. So that was cool. This is the guy from that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll uh, yeah. Oh, that's, read that book. It's that's good. That's not a bad You'll enjoy surprise. it. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll get an audio book. I'd listen to the audio book for sure. Um, what are your weaknesses? Or like maybe insecurities? Yeah. So definitely not um, following my intuition, like we spoke about with the building. Just like you, you get a feeling, you get a gut like, feeling, yeah. And you let's won't do follow. that, and then the fear kicks in. So you just kind of doubt yourself. You doubt. What are you scared what of? What you should do? What am I scared of? Like what? I mean, in that situation, are you scared of the money or side not of being things? able to feed my family and living in a dumpster? Yeah, <laughs> living in a dumpster. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, what are you most afraid of then? Um, getting to the end of your life wherever that may be and looking back and not doing what you had the possibility to do have you had any of those moments yet uh, of course there's you have moments like that I yeah. assume there would be moments every day like that you're like oh I should have taken up that person on the coffee right because they might have you know might have led to something or you know a business venture that you uh, hesitant about because you're not sure and you know it ends up going crazy yep purchasing certain stocks or you know, anything like that. Facebook stock at the moment is a really good bet. Yeah, you're right into that. That's why I brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) I think they came up slightly the last couple of days, but Mm. of recent, really good. Have you had any, um, I forgot to ask you about expansion before. Did you want to expand the practice at all or not? Uh, Possibly. Yeah. But, But, you you know, it's going really nicely. Just me at the moment, you know, no no stress, no headaches. It's all you. Um, Yeah, so it's, it's really beautiful like that. It would be nice to have someone else so we can take a break and mm. people can still be looked after. Yep. But there's ways around that. Hmm. Hmm. Um, what's something someone said to you in your life that you've that's never left you? Be the change you wish to see in the world. Like that. Who said that? I've heard it. I'm going to say, I don't know who said it originally. I think maybe Mahatma Gandhi said it originally, okay. but different people have said that to me yep. over time. Um, a colleague in America had spoken to me about that. In and what context? Why did they? Why did well, they say you that? want to see uh, more peace in the world. Act that way. Yeah. And why do you bring that up all, though? What did it? What did I it? I don't know why. I think we were like on a um, personal development thing, and we we're just talking about how we can change the world. And you can't change it without changing yourself. Mm-hmm. So he was all about just do what you want to see, and that makes a change. It's the only way we can change anything. Yep. Because we're not in control of other people. Do you have any mentors or people you really look up to? Um, I do some coaching through an American chiropractor. Currently? Yeah. 
So you coach or they coach you? He coaches me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just about how to run a business, essentially, how to look after people, yep. different case you know, scenarios, different spinal issues and injuries and how you address it and look after it. So, yeah. How'd you find, find him? Um, I was just, I think I was overseas at a conference and yep. he was there. Right. Yeah. We got and to talking and... And you cool. still do it now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been doing that? With this current person, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm. I like that. Personal development. <laughs> um, who do you want to see on the podcast next? Is there anyone that you're around town that you really, or a couple of people around town that you really look at and think, just I'd love to know their story? Yeah, definitely. Um, do you know, and I think you do, do you know Ray Borner? Yes. You know, you know I know Jared. Jared. Yeah. yeah. So his dad. Right. He'd be amazing. He'd be a ripper. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Would have played yeah. against Michael Jordan, I would assume. I really? Went to four Olympics. Wow. Yeah. Incredible guy. So he has Ballarat Soul Rooms. Yes. I yeah. did know that. Yep. Wow. Okay. He'd be good. Yeah. Um, there's heaps of incredible businesses in Ballarat. Yeah. Petstock was started here. I did not. Yeah. I, I have heard that. Maybe. Family. Yeah. Incredible. They purchased that building, uh, the old Just around the corner from me. Yeah. 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 Cool spot. Yeah. So this is, how many stores are there around? I don't know. Who's Heaps. the owner? Um, I know his wife. I'm not sure of who okay. the owner is. Anymore. Yeah, my face some calls for me there. <laughs> Anyone else? Um, I think they would be two great ones. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Any ladies out there that you would like to hear from? Like powerful women around yeah, town? Yeah, Tracy Hargroves from Absolute Yoga. Okay, yeah. Mm, cool. She is currently on the council. Yep. Yeah. As a counsellor? Yeah, I think so. Jeez, I don't keep up date with any of that No, nor do I. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, but she she has absolute yoga and Pilates and yep. they do amazing things. Oh, I reckon you were talking about her the other day. Mm. Yeah. She had a bit of a hard time recently. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. Anything else you want to share with the listeners, Frankie, before you go? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Appreciate your time. Thank as you. As always, anyone that uh, needs a bit of an adjustment, go down and see Frankie. It's Dana Street. Eastwood. Eastwood Street, is it? Yeah, 29A Eastwood Street. Fuck, I fucked your intro up then. I said Dana Street. Yeah, it turns into oh, Eastwood. Well, there you go. It sort of turns <laughs> into Eastwood. Right? Yeah, it's the same sort of spot. You can sort of see the, you can see the hill from there. Well, it's the same street. It yeah. just changes name. It does it? Yeah. So okay. past... Um, it goes all the way through. The supermarkets. It changes to Eastwood Street. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you it's go. something every day. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, team. Once again, would appreciate any reviews you've got down below. Have a great day.